Supply chain attacks and other application exploits are growing faster than ever. A big reason is because vulnerable CI/CD systems, service accounts, and microservices don't have an identity. No identity means no authentication and authorization when these services are used to maximize the blast radius of an attack. That's why Teleport created Machine ID. Machine ID delivers identity-based access and audit for infrastructure resources like servers and databases, CI/CD automation, service accounts, and custom code in applications such as microservices. By consolidating identity-based credentials for engineers and the application they write, Teleport closes the identity loophole that enables compromised infrastructure and code to be used in cyber attacks. Visit us at goteleport.com. Hello and welcome to your weekly cloud security news with Shilpi, brought to you this week by Teleport. This week we are kicking off with a few vulnerabilities that security researcher and cloud security community members have worked hard to dig out for us so that we are aware of them and can ensure we take appropriate steps to mitigate them. Mohammad Saqib Saraf and Ashif Khan recently found and reported a threat evasion technique to AWS and were allowed to publicly share their findings. The evasion technique allows any privileged user with MFA enforcement and no permission to generate access keys to perform sensitive actions like deleting, creating and launching services using session tokens and without the need for entering MFA. They were able to achieve this using session tokens generated and assigned by AWS to their AWS Cloud Shell service. Temporary session tokens generated from AWS credentials or access keys are known to not appear anywhere on the AWS console or CLI. This technique can be used by threat actors to maintain presence without detection in the AWS accounts they have tokens for. More details about this evasion technique can be found on our website. The best way to mitigate this is to ensure AWS Cloud Shell access is only given to users who have the requirement and the least privilege principle is followed. On the topic of AWS, AWS Security Hub has released five new controls for its foundational security best practices standard to enhance your cloud security posture management. These controls conduct fully automatic checks against security best practices for Amazon CloudFront, Amazon Elastic Container Registry, and Amazon Elastic Load Balancer, and Amazon Simple Storage Service. If you have a security hub set up to automatically enable the new controls and are already using AWS foundational security best practices, these controls are in enabled by default. Last week, we shared all things Spring 4 Shell. What is it and what does it mean for us? If you are not across Spring 4 Shell, I do recommend checking out our episode from last week. Now that you're all caught up or you thought you were, researchers from Sneak have reported similar exploits for Glassfish and Payara that leverage the same issue in Spring, but with a different payload. Glassfish and Payara, if you're not familiar, are open source platform application servers. Sneak reported their findings to Payara team, which helped them confirm their own analysis that certain configurations of Payara could be vulnerable. Sneak rightly points out that this is not a new vulnerability, but another example of how to exploit the same Spring 4 shell vulnerability on a different server. And the best thing to do, as we shared last week, is to update your Spring framework to the latest version. Trend Micro Threat Research Team have also reported they have observed active exploitation of the Spring 4 shell vulnerability, which also allows malicious actors to weaponize and execute the Mirai botnet malware. Now, Mirai is a malware that turns network devices running Linux into remotely controlled boards that can be used as part of a botnet in a large-scale network attacks. Are you familiar with Amazon RDS? It's Amazon Relational Database Service, a managed database service that supports several different database engines such as MariaDB, MySQL, and PostgreSQL. 
Lightspin, who we covered last week for their launch of Recon.cloud, have reported that they obtained credentials to an internal AWS service by exploiting a local file read vulnerability on the RDS EC2 instant using the log FDW extension. FDW is foreign data wrapper. It is an extension available in the PostgreSQL that allows you to access a table or schema in one database from another. Lightspin reported this vulnerability to AWS. They've issued a patch in a few days and confirmed that no customers were affected. Cloud Security Alliance has released the SaaS Security and Misconfigurations Report. According to them, SaaS misconfigurations are leading to security incidents, which is a common trend we continue to see that misconfigurations are still a major contributor to security incidents. They shared that at least 43% of organizations report that they have dealt with one or more security incidents because of the SaaS misconfiguration. The leading causes of SaaS misconfiguration are lack of visibility into changes into the SaaS security settings and too many departments with access to SaaS security settings. You can access their report on our website. This has been your cloud security news for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have been enjoying your weekly cloud security news, search for cloud security news on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. Leave us a review if you are loving what we're doing and do share it with someone who you think will get value from this. This has been your cloud security news for this week. Thank you for listening.